All right, we're back. This is Courtney and Robbie. After a long hiatus. Yes, it's been indeed. like three weeks. It's been a while. It has. All right, you want to pray us in? Yes, I will. Yes. So, Father God, dear Lord, I thank you for another opportunity to give you glory and give you praise. Again, uh, this is your podcast. This isn't ours. So we just ask that you speak um, and that the seed falls on good soil. And we ask this in the name of our King Jesus. Amen. Amen. So what you been up to, Robbie? Let's see. Since I've seen you last, I got to officiate a friend of mine's niece's wedding on a beach. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was, it was really awesome. And uh, really, their big heart was that their family would hear the gospel about Jesus. And so that was a cool thing to kind of keep the main thing the main thing. Right. You know, to be able to honor them, but also by honoring them, they wanted Jesus to be honored, which is a really cool thing to be a part of. That's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I had a, I, I decided to do this Bible study group uh, last Thursday. I had uh, a couple of guys come over and uh, I just wanted to give us all an opportunity to share our faith journeys and it was really interesting. I had my friend Steve and my friend Danny, and Steve was able to share a really interesting story uh, about an encounter he had with Jesus and God, where um, the message was very simple. Um, it was love, and God, God is love, and come to the love. And that was that was really interesting to to get that perspective from him. And um, he's a he's been in the word for a long time, and he's a very skilled with his knowledge of of, of scripture, and just uh, getting to talk to him is is very fascinating. And Danny, on the other hand, um, is is uh, been a believer for a while now, but um, he's he, I I feel he's looking for more more strength and more guidance from from Jesus. And so it was good to, to have him there and to get his perspective as well. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's been a great, um, couple of weeks for me, just getting more entrenched in the word and, um, learning more about myself and about Jesus and about faith and, and my place in faith. So, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm constantly humbled, um, by, by, uh, everything God is trying to teach me. And that's cool that, and that's kind of the word is God's word. That's the word, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we've been praying about and thinking about and talking about. And uh, so today we're going to start in Amos 8. Yes, Amos is in the Bible. Right. It is a book in the Bible. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Uh, and uh, it says at 8 uh, verse 11, it says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God when I will send hunger over the land, not hunger for bread or a thirst for water, but rather a hunger for hearing the words of the Lord, people shall stagger from sea to sea to the very ends of the earth and from the north even to the east. They will roam here and there to seek the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. And that's just opened up this huge like, door for me personally on how important the word of God is. Yeah. I mean, there's that 
hunger that's referenced there. And um, I, I feel like um, Robbie and I were talking, every, everybody, every human being has a, a spiritual hole that mm-hmm. has to be filled with something. Um, I believe it was C.S. Lewis that, that first coined that, that spiritual hole that we all have. But um, if, if we're not able to fill it with Jesus and, and the Word and the Holy Spirit, then we're going to fill it with something. Mm. And there's a lot of junk out there. There's a lot of junk food out there. <laughs> um, wholesome food is, is out there too, but it's something you have to deliberately search for mm. because the junk food's much easier to find. And I guess you could liken it to all the distractions that we have in the world is kind of similar to the junk food that we reach for to try to fill the void. You're even talking about like, and when you have a void or like when you're hungry for something, right? You get angry. Yeah. And and like you said, like you'll grab anything, you'll grab and eat anything. It doesn't matter what anybody gives you or hands it to you. That's right. You're so hungry that you'll eat whatever it is. It could be like really bad for you. Yeah. And, and we were even joking. It says somebody could hand you a little Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then these things don't expire. You know, it could have the expiration date. Like yeah. it's still good for another six yeah. months. Yeah. We don't know what's in it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can eat it. But that's right. It's good. Just give it to me. You know? <laughs> and, it, uh, and that's really like how we are a lot of times. Yeah. Like we're so hungry for something that yeah. we and don't. Our, our emotions are, yeah. are driving our hunger and, Oftentimes, I know for myself, when I get emotional, I don't always think clearly. Mm. I, I think for what's in front of me, that's easy to grab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so, I mean, and that's, it's so simple or so kind of funny by talking about it, but it, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times do we just yeah. grab and latch onto or eat or whatever or, or take in or believe something just because we're just so hungry for are so willing to believe it, you know, just we'll believe anything, right? Like just we want to believe in something. Like how many people do we know that? Like, <laughs> I just want to believe in something. So yeah. give me something to believe in. It could be the most ridiculous thing ever, right? But you're going to believe that because you're so hungry for something, right? Like, we're so longing for, to fill this void, this spiritual void, this as like emptiness. Yeah. It's, it's a hole and it, and it does need to be filled with something. And and like I said, we, we will find something to fill it with regardless of what's available. It's, it's going to be either the first thing that we can reach for or it's going to be something more deliberate. Um, you know, thinking about uh, you know, Jesus when he was tempted by the devil mm. and uh, he was, you know, the, the devil said, Hey, uh, why don't you turn this rock into some bread mm. and eat it? Uh, but Jesus realized that he didn't he didn't need that rock to be turned into bread because his food uh, was doing the will of God. Yeah, and it's, that's so good. It's amazing. And just to kind of throw this in there, Courtney um, was talking earlier about how the society at large right now seems to have this big void, and how and and. Where does this big void come from? But as we're backtracking it and praying about it and talking about it, it's like what we just said. Like we are 
a society filled of individuals. Mm-hmm. And if a, individuals have this void yeah. and they're searching for it, then all of a sudden you have a group of individuals that turns into a community of individuals, which turns into a society of individuals that have this void and they're all searching for this bread, right? right. They're searching for what Jesus says. Hey, like... I don't need food because like you don't live on bread alone, mm-hmm. but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, like God's word is, is what sustains us and it, what fills us and what gives us strength and health and vitality. And, and a lot of times, like even if doing the Bible study or whatever, it's like sometimes the more people you get, you forget that that group is made up of individuals. Yeah. Instead of, you're, all of a sudden I'm speaking to a group. Right. But the group is made up of individuals and each person has a story and each person is walking a different walk and each person is hearing different things and it's like we're all growing as a group, but it's made, we have to grow individually to grow right. as a group. And if we're not growing individually and if we're not learning individually, then... Right. The group can't live it. It's, yeah. It's, again, it comes back to this idea that we are all connected. Like everything is, is connected, especially our stories, right? Our stories are, are what connects us. And the stories in the, you know, the word, the, the stories in scripture are um, eternal, right? And we, we shape our own stories around the, these stories. Mm. And that and ha- having being new, new to the word and, and getting into the stories, I'm again, I'm brand brand new to this, and it's just amazing to me how many connections I find between what I read in the Bible and you know modernity, <laughs> and thinking how old um, this is, and, and that goes back to again, I think I've mentioned this before, but you know God doesn't have a sense of time, I don't, I don't think. I don't, I don't think time is a factor for God. So regardless of how old the word is, um, it's always new. Right, ooh, that's good. You know, because it, it, it's never going, it's, it's new every time one has a chance to read it. So that's, it's, ama- it's amazing. I just, I'm overwhelmed with um, just awe. That's so profound about no matter how, like God's word is timeless yeah. and it's new every yeah. time. You can read the same thing every time. And one of the things that Courtney and I have been praying for is through God's word is the understanding of it. Like, yes. There's so much stuff right now. Like right now, Courtney is going through Leviticus mm-hmm. you know? as an, as a new believer, you know, <laughs> reading Leviticus for the first time. That's, that's a prayer for understanding right. for sure. Like right. if you read it 10 times, you're still like, God, what am I getting? Like, what, yeah. what are all this stuff going on? But prayer for understanding mm-hmm. because we, we can't under, like, there's so many things that we can't understand and we can't see it unless we put it at the feet of Jesus and be like, Jesus, you've got to, Holy Spirit, you've got to explain this to me. And then like being able to want to understand it. Right, right. right. Like, and then to understand it, sometimes one has to change one's mind, right? <laughs> and that's, for me, I mean, I, I feel like since I've had the awakening that I've had, changing my mind is not an issue. And I, I'm trying to reflect back on, on prior to when, when Jesus touched me. But I, I don't have a problem changing my mind, which is, I, I'll call it a gift, 
I guess. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's an amazing thing to be able to, to having, having been seeing something <laughs> one's whole life one way and then completely shift that yeah. idea. And that, gosh, what a liberating feeling to, to not have to be locked into one ideology or to, to one thought, uh, to have that freedom, but also to know that there is a, a truth out there yeah. if one wants to find it. Yeah, and being able to like change from maybe years of a certain way you've been thinking or even living and even telling people. Say you've mm-hmm. been telling somebody and fighting like really hard for this point mm-hmm. your whole life. And then all of a sudden finding out your point's wrong. <laughs> like it takes a lot of humility, right? Of putting yeah. yourself down to be like, okay, maybe I've been wrong for my whole yeah. life. And, uh, and that's tough. People, we, you know, it goes back to humility. Right. Like, right. It's not about us. And right? it's, it's not. That's, that's also a, a beautiful thing is that the, we, we are in the presence of, of God. Mm. And, and I was talking to Robbie earlier about hierarchies as well. And um, I feel like living in, in the United States... We are so we we are we're in a we are in what was once I, I believe a Christian society, and now it's been kind of diluted down and diluted down and diluted down with more secular thinking, and now it's it's kind of we're we're kind of flattened out, and we don't have uh, peaks and valleys. It's just kind of flat, and we're searching for a you know brilliant, beautiful landscape, and. It's there. We just need to, to search a little bit harder. Yeah. <laughs> and we we're even talking about that, like searching for the truth. Right. And and once we find it, like it's kind of like the parable of the sower. It's kind of what we're doing. And in Luke, it says, you know, that you throw the seed and the seed is the word of God. And some seed falls on the road gets picked up by birds and some people some seed gets thrown on the rocky soil and then it doesn't have root and some seed falls among the thorns and the world suffocates them but then it goes but as for that seed in the good soil these are the ones who have heard the word with a good and noble heart and hold on to it tightly and bear fruit with patience i mean that's what it's all that's what it's about like holding on to like hearing the word and like letting it get root inside of you and growing something and there's fruit there and uh yeah it's and, like no matter the risks right like you're talking about in society it was all diluted and and courtney is a profound guy and uh, he says all these awesome god gives him a great wisdom and he says right now in our society we don't raise warriors we raise like rule followers because the risks aren't high because we we're not putting like god first we're not putting we're not sacrificing anything from ourselves. Yeah. You know, it is. We're just like going along with whatever. Yeah. But if the word is true, if God's word is true, and if God is who he says he is, and if Jesus did die for us and he is coming back and salvation is only through him, which it is, which is all that is true, then there's a risk that goes along with that. Right. There's something we have to give up. Right. Because we're no longer our own. And that's, that's also beautiful because uh, it's, again, it's not about us. And yeah. thinking about 
us as, as you know, you know, we're vessels, right? If, if, if we want to be filled with, with um, little Debbies or do we want to be filled <laughs> with the Holy Spirit? <laughs> wow. So I feel like um, the Holy Spirit is, is available to us and, and I, I want to be filled up and mm. to the brim and to have it flowing through me all the time. And that, that gives me wisdom, that gives me hope, that gives me everything I need. That gives me food, it gives me water. Um, you know, Jesus with the woman at the well, you know, uh, he, he tells her that you know, the water he drinks will never cause him to be thirsty. You know, yeah. he will never thirst. And I mean, just, so many, I, I can think of that, that story from the Bible and, and find applications in real life. And I'll, I'll find some today in some way, I'll, I'm sure, which is just that, that also is amazing to me. And the, the idea of stories, right? I feel like we, we all have a story to tell. Um, the stories in the Bible are eternal. And our stories kind of blend in with, with the stories of the Bible when you really get into the Word. Mm-hmm. And you can see yourself, you can kind of put yourself into those stories. And then see yourself in stories in, in modernity that are similar. Um, I feel like it's, it's, you know, you're time traveling, but you're also living in reality, if that makes sense. Um, uh, and at the women at the well, to, to kind of jump on, piggyback on that, the disciples come back and they say, hey, you need to eat something. And Jesus says, I have food to eat that you don't know about. And the disciples said, like, who brought him something to eat? And Jesus says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to completely finish his work. And so... I think that's kind of like the practical challenge. And Courtney said it beautifully just a second ago. Like, I don't want to be filled up with sweets. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be filled up with garbage and junk food. Like, I want to be filled up with the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled up with Jesus Christ. Yeah. I want to be filled up. I want to, to be filled up with the will of him who sent me and to, you know, to speak his words. And that's what, how I want my story to be. Yeah. Uh, me as well. Uh, I want to. I want to get rid of the junk. <laughs> get rid of the junk get food. Get rid of the junk food. So our practical application: yeah. put the sweets away. <laughs> put the sweets away. <laughs> the little Debbie is out of date. That's right. That's right. <laughs> don't eat those expired little Debbies. You don't know what it's made of to begin with. And no offense to the little Debbies. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but uh, thank you. Thank you, and. Um, I hope y'all have some good spiritual nutrition this coming week. Oh, that's awesome. All right. See you next week, I hope. (laughs) Bye-bye.